Let's do this! Oh, it's been way too long. It's the Chick Foley Show. Coming to you live from the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios here in Baltimore. We have a lot to talk about. It's Royal Rumble Week, and I have Sheena Phelps, a.k.a. Chick Foley, a.k.a. the Queen of Pod Style, on the line with me, my lovely co-host. Sheena, what's going on? Not a whole lot, man. I'm glad to be back. Back better than ever. I know. Those two weeks were uh, felt long. You know, we had to, It was a good time to take a break because not much happened, but now we, are, we have Royal Rumble upon us here. We have some uh, NXT news to go over, some figure news, and a bunch of cool stuff. We got some uh, listener questions. Uh, we got a pretty chock-full show, so I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, sorry about not being on last week. Uh, the fo- the Chick Foley fam, we had Oliver Ohana here on the island, so it just was a, uh, you know, like Phil said, wasn't a lot going on. But uh, we are back. We are on the fast track to WrestleMania, so we got to get we got to get moving. How was it having? Was it the, your parents in town, right? Uh, first, it was it was my in laws. So it was first, it was oh, my okay. in laws, and then uh, we had the grand in laws. So um, it's always fun, like you know, having family on island, especially with the little guy. Um, you know, extra set of hands is always appreciated. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it does keep you busy and get you out of your routine a little bit. But um, like I said, it feels good to be back. Cool. Uh, you guys can always hit us up uh, via email at askchickfoley at gmail You can follow Chick Foley at Chick Foley on Instagram and twitter and i'm i hate jj reddick on everything uh, social media wise we love to hear from you guys use the uh the hashtag ask chick foley if you want uh, we've built a cool community uh sheena kind of takes the instagram side and i've kind of been making friends over on twitter and getting some trade skis going on as far as figures so more to, more on that later but uh yeah hit us up there we, we'd love to hear from you guys for sure uh, we have a cool T-shirt that I want you to purchase from Pro Wrestling Tees, but wait until Friday at noon because they're having a uh, 15% off sale. Uh, just use code coupon code Rumble, but uh, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com. Sheena, type in Chick Foley Show. Our our shirt will come up, and uh, if you wait till Friday, you can get it 15% off there. Pretty nice. Yeah. And I, uh, I recommend upgrading to that super soft. That's what I got for myself. And, uh, you know, your girl loves a super soft t-shirt and man, you won't be disappointed. Who doesn't love a super soft t-shirt? Why even make the not soft t-shirts, you know, just make, know. Them, make them all soft, you know, <laughs> dude, that, that would like solve all like my life's problems. Like if they could just, everyone could just make like amazingly soft t-shirts. Like why would you need anything else in your wardrobe? Yeah, we were going through, I told you before the show, we we're kind of redoing the house a little bit and me and the wife are purging some things and. I have. Probably, Are you doing the tidying up? Has your wife been watching the Marie Kondo stuff? Yeah, she read that book and she's watched a couple episodes. That we yeah, it's, it's kind of like we watch the Cooking Channel. You you know you <laughs> you, you want to be able to be able to do that, but uh, it's hard. But I have like 500 T-shirts, I would say. And oh my uh, gosh. I, you know, I was asked to pare down, and I, I really couldn't. I mean, I can do I can get rid of anything else, but uh, for some reason, T-shirts. I feel like every one of them has like a, a memory in my brain. Yeah, I have I attach a lot of feelings and memories to stuff like that too. But um yeah, once your once your closet is just completely packed with like black t shirts, you start to be like, Okay, well yeah, <laughs> maybe exactly. maybe maybe a few of these don't spark as much joy as I as I think they do. So yeah, it is good to always go through and we actually we went through not too long ago and we have some wrestling fans here in the neighborhood and and uh, I posted on our neighborhood page, like giving away like a huge stack of like um, our wrestling tees and stuff. So they went to another good, a good mark home. So it, it felt good to give those away. At least they didn't, you know, go go to the thrift and God know, end up God knows where. 
Very nice. Tell everybody about uh, Monday and Tuesday. You did a cool Royal Rumble giveaway on Instagram. Uh, we put some names in a hat for both the men's and women's Royal Rumble. How's that going to shake out? Yeah, man. So um, we did this for the greatest Royal Rumble. It was the first time we'd ever done it. We just wanted to do something fun for our giveaways because, you know, we love to give away stuff over on Chick Foley, but um, we wanted to make it a little more interactive and a little more fun uh, for, for our marks. So, um, we knew the Royal Rumble was coming up and we had some extra figures that we were looking to give new homes. And so we, you know, had everyone. So thank you to all of our new subscribers. If you're new here because of the, of the contest, welcome to the Chick Foley show. Um, but we had people DM us their, um, subscription that they, uh, a screenshot of their subscription that they had subscribed to the Chick Foley show. Um, we opened it up, it went live and the first 30 people to get into the DMS, um, on Monday got entered into the men's Royal Rumble. The first pe 30 people to get in on Tuesday, got into the women's Royal Rumble. And then we went to random.org and assigned all those uh, people a number and so whoever's number wins the rumble so whatever wrestler comes out to your number if they win the rumble then you win the figures um and it's just so much fun because on that day like everybody's always like you know like tweet or tweeting at us and they're uh, adding us on instagram and they're like oh god like you know they see who their person is and you know sometimes like they just don't have a shot in hell um but it is it is it's a lot of fun yeah, this year you know if you have number 30, you're probably not going to win. But uh, <laughs> You never know. It is the Rumble. Anything can happen. Our truth may be in the main event at WrestleMania. True. Uh, we're going to go over some NXT TakeOver Blackpool results and um, kind of do our predictions, and then we'll get into more of our kind of our fond memories of Royal Rumble's past, some of our favorite matches and all that kind of stuff. But we encourage you guys to subscribe to the podcast if you're new here. Welcome. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, basically anywhere you find a podcast, you can find us there. Be sure to tell your friends and, and check us out there. Uh, I do want to let everyone know that we are starting a Patreon page. We will give you all the details on that after the Royal Rumble. We just wanted to, to drop it in your brain. Yeah, nothing you're listening to now will change. We will still be doing a weekly show here for free. Everything will be the same. We just want to put out some cool extra content, Sheena. Uh, as far as some extra episodes, some some cool like watch along stuff, it's going to be pretty fun. And all that money uh, is going to go to uh, figures for giveaways, uh, t-shirts, making the show better. So it's going to be overall, it's going to be a really good thing. I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, I'm pretty pumped about uh, getting some extra some extra episodes recorded for the listeners. Yeah, for sure. Um, and really quickly, speaking of loving our listeners, I have to jump in and give give a uh, strong apology to one of our most loyal Chick Foley followers and fans and listeners to the Chick Foley show. Um, our our boy Big Mouth AJ, such a loyal fan, um, and he entered the uh, the Rumble giveaways right so he was super excited always always does everything just just as we ask him to and uh, so he he did it on Monday jumped in he got number two in the men's rumble. Oh, so we were man, like, we're like, okay, well maybe t like try again tomorrow. You can get entered into the women's rumble. And so we wrote him on uh, Tuesday and we're like, okay, we got, we got some good news and some bad news. And he's like, well, what's the good news? It's like good news is you're not number two. He's like, okay, well, what's the bad news? And we're like, well, you're number one. <laughs> so oh, sorry, AJ. I know you are a loyal fan and a loyal listener, um, but sorry that you got hosed in the, uh, the Royal rumble. But I just wanted to give you a public, <laughs> Apology. Hey, number two is one twice, and number one is one twice. So yeah, that's... he's he's in. He's got uh, some. You know, we got. He's among good company with uh Vince McMahon. He's got Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, and uh, who else? Who was the other one? You said Shawn Michaels. Uh, Adam Rose was he in there? 
<laughs> Rose. No, who's they've won from the number one and number two spots. Um, I, I, was I was trying actually, to think of like the worst name I could think of that would be there. I haven't thought about Adam Rose in a very long time. Ray Mysterio. Ray oh, Mysterio in 2006 won at number two. And then Chris Benoit in 2004 from the number one position. And then Vince McMahon, number two at 99, in 99. And then Shawn Michaels from the number one position in 1995. So, hey, AJ, you got, you, you're among good friends, except for maybe Chris Benoit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, bad subject there, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> we won't, we won't broach that subject. Uh, give me your thoughts on NXT TakeOver Blackpool. I was not able to watch that yet. There just seems to be too much wrestling on uh, right now for me to, to process everything. But uh, I heard on social media had some pretty rave reviews. What did you think? Oh, man, it was a lot of fun. Um, so obviously, you know, it was in Blackpool, the Empress Ballroom, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And like I said, it was cool to have a uh, pay-per-view for us over here. I mean, obviously, it's a little different for the mainlanders, but we had it was like Saturday morning pay-per-view. So oh, it was cool. cool just to like wake up and like, you know, have a have a Saturday morning thing going on. Um, and, you know, I've, I've mentioned previously, like, I don't keep up with the week-to-week storylines with what's going on across the pond at NXT. Um, but somehow, like, oddly got invested in all of these matches as they played out. Like, it was really, like, it was just some really good stuff. So they had the, the uh, they crowned the tag team champions for, um, for uh, NXT TakeOver. And so it was uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake versus uh, Mustache Mountain. And I thought it was cool that uh, Mustache Mountain came out and they, uh, you know, paid homage to the British Bulldogs. They per- even performed like a couple of their maneuvers. And oh, cool. I thought it, uh, yeah, I thought it was super cool. Um, and, you know, Tyler Bate and uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't remember his name. Anyway. Trent Seven. Trent uh, Seven. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Trent Seven. Uh, he, uh, they just looked so freaking good. But uh, anyway, they got defeated. And uh, Gibson and Drake are the, uh, the grizzled young veterans. They're the new tag champions. But I thought it was good. I thought, you know, it didn't make, like, all the guys looked good. So it wasn't anything that made Mustache Mountain look weak or anything like that. Like, they still look like, you know, top talent, which I thought was super cool. Finn Balor made a surprise appearance to a huge freaking pop. Like, I mean, it was like, insane um because you know we're just so used to seeing finn week to week now you know that he's he's just regular for us but you know when he showed up over in the uk like it was a huge pop um and there was these two guys uh dave mastiff and eddie dennis i don't know if you know either two of these guys any idea no 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 yeah well so dave mastiff is like this huge like vader-esque guy okay um but he was facing this guy, you know, good shape, Eddie Dennis. Um, but this Eddie guy is like so strong. Like he was just throwing Dave Mastiff around like he was like a rag doll. Um, wow. And he even did like this, like, you know, razor's edge esque move uh, off the ropes with him. And yeah, it was super cool. And obviously, uh, you know, Dave Mastiff came out on top. He did this like wicked cannonball into a table for the win. But yeah, it was a really good match. And then obviously getting to the highlights, um, you know, you had, uh, Rhea Ripley faced Tony Storm, and you know Tony Storm ended up winning that. And then uh, we had Pete Dunne, uh, Pete Dunne's match, and it was super. He uh, John Coffey is who he fought, I think. Yeah, and yep. uh, yeah, it was really it was really super awesome. And then this guy Walter came comes out, and I don't know much about this guy at all, but like I'm already intimidated by him, and yeah, I'm already scared. He, I've heard a I'm lot already about scared him. For, he seems to be like kind of the he was like the biggest free agent out there from uh, he's from Austria. Yeah, and, uh, he's he looks like like a, a really big Steven Regal. Yeah, he yeah, I could see that. He's like a pumped up like yep. you know mutant version of Steve Regal. Yeah, um, but yeah, he came out and like I, like I said, I'm a little bit scared for Pete Dunne's reign to uh, <laughs> come oh, to sure. an end. 
What do, what do you think they're going to do with NXT UK? Do you think they're going to keep them completely separate, or are these guys are going to also just kind of like you know NXT over here? Are they, are they going to get called up to to Raw and SmackDown? Or are they going to try to keep that like a separate brand? I think it's going to be separate. I mean, I think there's going to be some some crossover a little bit. Like you know, they'll bring Pete Dunne, you know, over here to ma- uh, wrestle every once in a while, or maybe like the the ladies like Rhea Ripley or Tony Storm. But I think for the most part, I can just see it being its own thing over there you know maybe just being like a novelty when some of those guys come over and and wrestle here uh what do you think about the news of this when worlds collide thing that they're going to do um it's going to be i think nxt uh i think it's going to be nxt uk and 205 live they just announced it's going to be like a tournament i think the week of wrestlemania Mm -hmm. Um, they haven't announced any details or um, the names of who it's going to be but i think it's a pretty cool idea especially you know the kind of wrestlemania hype week and to give these you know guys that are kind of still learning and growing to get a little more of a bigger platform it's going to be on the network yeah i think it's super cool i think you know giving these guys more opportunities to shine um especially these people that are on the smaller brands like you know the nxt and the developmental brands and then obviously like 205 live that doesn't get as much viewership um i think it's i think it's super cool and just like you know it gives us fresh new matchups right because you're going to have these these crossovers so i think it i think it's i think it's a good thing right yeah, it's going to be at Access, I think, before, uh, Rumble. yeah, before Rumble. Oh, before Rumble, mm-hmm. shit, yeah. yeah. Why not do something like this on the? I mean, I I'm a super mark for the King of the Ring. Why not just call this the King of the Ring and just make it, you know, just do the same exact thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You know, you know, they they don't want to do those types of things. Same reason why they, you know, don't want to bring back Halloween Havoc and <laughs> all the things that we love. My boy Otis is in it though, so I have to watch it. Oh yeah, pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's a, great, he's a great character. I had I I don't want to go too much off of off the rails here, but I had an idea the other day while I was driving around. What if all the awful uh, storylines they have on Raw, like when Alexa Bliss was for some reason had her shirt off? What about if the next week they re- recreate that exact same scene but use Otis Dosovic? Would it be hilarious? <laughs> I don't no? know. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, you know. Hey, listen. We're all entitled to our own opinion and what we think would be great. So, okay. if you think it would be great, I I encourage you to play that over in your mind with him. You know, like covering. He's, he's just his... been like one of the funniest parts of the show for the last couple of weeks. I feel. I feel like he's gonna. They're definitely gonna get a pretty nice push. I don't know. Yeah. For sure. Speaking of that, that that was so weird. I know, um, you know, she came out and said that she, you know, it was her idea and she was paying homage to like uh, Trish and all that. But it seems so out of place that um, that little segment where before the uh, moment of bliss when she when he came in and she was undressed, I thought it was just seemed very, I don't know, awkward. It, it just was. Yeah, it was totally had no nothing to do with any storyline and and anything like that. So we're not going to talk too much about Raw and SmackDown, but I do want to talk about. How Raw basically let the cat out of the bag that Alexa Bliss is returning to competition at the Royal Rumble. Sheena, why why would you not save this? That's the best part of the Royal Rumble is people coming down that we don't expect. Why would you announce this on Raw in a throwaway segment like this to no reaction from the crowd? Well, um, yes, you you said two very important things there. Um, sadly, Alexa Bliss is. Um, talk show has been a throwaway segment. Like I, 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 in my mind, when I found out she was going to get a show, I was really super excited because she's just really good on the mic. She's really charismatic. I thought it was going to be a win all around and it has been anything 
but, you know, and she's had some serious like star power on there. I mean, she had Rhonda, she had, you know, Paul, she had um, Naya, you know, but it's just something is not working about that, that segment. Um, And secondly, yeah, it was so lame. Like how awesome would it have been if you heard Alexa's music hit and her come down to the ring as a surprise in the rumble? Oh man. Place would blow up. Yeah, yeah, it, it would have been so cool. And I actually, um, there was some controversy. I don't know if it was like, the, since we didn't record last week, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but they, um, WWE had come out and said that they were going to announce all 30 contestants in the Women's Rumble. And of course, social media like went into an uproar. Like, are you kidding me? Like, why would you do this? Are you going to announce all 30 men that, you know, that are going to be in the Rumble? Um, and, you know, they ended up not doing that. So, um but yeah, I don't know what their thought process is on announcing everyone. Yeah, I think we have eight surprise, eight, eight surprise slots right now for the women, which is fine. I think yeah, eight is plenty. good. I think eight is a good number, right? But still, yeah. How many for the men have been announced? I don't have it in front of me here. I think it's like close to twenty, right? Yeah, I would have to look and see. I would have to count to see exactly. But yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good amount. Well, now that we don't have, I mean, John Cena's apparently not going to be. Um, participating in the Rumble. So we have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, about 15 um, okay. for the men that yeah, have been announced. Sure we'll get some some old school guys. We'll get some NXT guys. We'll get into that. Let's yeah. get into NXT TakeOver Phoenix, which is going to happen uh, this weekend as well. Let's run through the matches here and just highlight anything that you want to talk about. We, it's going to start with Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono, which we saw uh, a couple months ago, which was mm-hmm. Matt Riddle's debut match. It lasted about three seconds, and uh, these these two have a pretty good chemistry in the ring. What do you, what do you make of this one? Um, I think Riddle's going to get the win. Um, you know, I think it's pretty straight up. There's not really a lot like we've seen. You know, we've seen these guys go at it before. Um, I I just think you know Matt Riddle's going to get the over on this. What about you? I agree. I feel like he's destined for bigger things, and Ono's kind of uh, not fodder for some of the newer guys, but he seems to be kind of a just the workhorse guy yeah. that's just kind of putting people over. The, he's the, kind the of like Ziggler a new role. age. Yeah, new age rhino. <laughs> there you go. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Undisputed mm-hmm. Era has been champions for a while. They take on the War Raiders. Um, I don't know what to make of this one. I feel like Undisputed Era is going to be destined for a call up soon, but I'm sure they're going to want to keep the belts on them as long as possible. Yeah, you know, it was hard for me to pick two. I, I went, ended up ultimately picking the Undisputed Era just because, like I said before, like, you know, their promise of being draped tra- championship gold in 2019, I think it's obviously best. Um, to keep them, you know, with the tag uh, championship, but this could this match could go either way. Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler, another future call up. Hopefully, I think I think we see Baszler in the in the women's Royal Rumble. So I don't know if that means uh, Bianca Belair wins the title here. I mean, it, it, both of these title reigns feel like they've been going on for quite a while, and I feel like one one of these two have to be a you know a change of titles i think i'm going to say bianca belair here i feel like they've been she's been great at, uh, you know backstage on promos she's been kind of stepping up i don't know i feel like she's kind of the next one in the line now um see i'm going to i'm going to go the opposite way i think um oh, see I think, yeah, I'm going to say uh, Shayna Baszler retains um, simply because I don't think Bianca Belair is there yet. I mean, she's definitely proven herself to be, you know, uh, a contender in NXT, but I just don't think she's at that championship level yet. Um, but they have definitely given her that un- undefeated streak, which I don't think they're going to want to tarnish yet, you know, but before she gets a t- before she gets a title. So I'm thinking, um, you know, the horsewomen get involved in some way and then, you know, maybe Bianca wins by DQ um, or something like that. Um, 
so that, you know, she can still, it still doesn't, it won't take the title, but it will, um, you know, allow her to keep her streak. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet puts his North American title online against Johnny Wrestling. And I feel like Johnny Wrestling is due for a takeover win here. I feel like he's he's had so many great damn matches, but doesn't never seems to come away with a victory. And that's kind of his gimmick. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping to see him win here. But I don't know, you know, how they're going to extend this thing longer if he doesn't. Yeah, um, I'm going with Gargano as well. I think they've got to do something with him because, you know, I thought I thought they were kind of coming back around to him, you know, being Johnny Wrestling and going back to his good side and then eventually, like, dethroning uh, Tommaso Ciampa, you know, for the, for the title. But I don't feel like that's the direction that they're going anymore. So it's like, well, if he doesn't get something right here, if he doesn't get the North American title, like, where does he go from here? Cause he's kind of like in this weird tweener stage right now where he's not really like, you know, blue eyed baby face, but he's not mm-hmm. really, you know, a total heel. So, um, I feel like they need to do something with him. And I think this is the perfect opportunity for him to, you know, have something going on for himself. And the main, cause event- yeah, I mean, he has put on some killer ma- I mean, oh, you know, everything yeah, John Gargano does is amazing. Um, but I, I think it's time for him to have some, have something of importance. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, exactly. You ha- you can't make him a legitimate, credible contender unless you give him a, some wins here and there. So I think this would be a perfect place for that. Champa puts his title on against Alistair Black in the main event. Oh, that yeah. should be a, a epic a epic match. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Uh, I'm gonna say Champa here, but this is a, this is a toss up here. I could see them going either way because Champa and Gargano, I feel like, are on the cusp of heading to. Raw or SmackDown as a tag team. That's just my prediction. Um, mm-hmm. So putting the title on black here would make sense. See, I'm going with Ciampa. I think um, I think we're going to see Ciampa, um, you know, retain. And then I think Aleister Black's going to show up at the Rumble tomorrow or on Sunday. Oh, man. That, I would, yeah. that would be awesome. I think, I mean, Aleister Black is definitely main roster ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is definitely ready to go. Um, all they have to do is pull the trigger on him. And I think this would be, I mean, there's no sense in him getting the NXT title. Yeah, that's um, a good point. And, you know, yeah, then having to start something else to to get it off of him. I think, you know, he's just ready to go. Yeah, that entrance would be awesome for, you know, number one or number two, for sure. That would be pretty sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so let's get into our Royal Rumble, uh, actual Royal Rumble event preview and predictions here so uh this is my favorite card of the year man it's always my favorite what's let's go over some some of your favorite royal rumble memories because I have, I have a couple here what's what's when you just think about it what's some of your favorite royal rumble memories from back in the day well i mean this isn't really back in the day but i mean can you honestly say like you know remember uh we just talked about it recently when um john cena made his surprise return i mean that was that's just one of those epic oh, moments man. where like WWE actually didn't ruin it because if that would happened in 2019, they would be like, John Cena's making his return, his long awaited return at the WWE Royal Rumble. Um, but it was a legitimate surprise. The pop was insane and, you know, loved it. Yeah, that was that was definitely one of the best moments in Royal Rumble history. Uh, I go AJ Styles debuting back in 2016 again. That wasn't too long ago, but that was another well kept secret yeah. that uh, they didn't really spoil out, and the crowd went crazy in Philadelphia for it. And um, yeah, Roman Roman's Roman. face was priceless in the ring there. And uh, just from when I was a kid, New Generation style, Lex Luger and Bret Hart going over the top rope. Uh, everybody yeah, was confused. Nobody knew what was going on, and it led to an awesome angle at WrestleMania. 
Yeah. And uh, they're just like, hey, we're just going to flip this coin, you know, uh, here to decide, you know, what's going to happen at WrestleMania, which I thought was I thought was pretty cool. You know, and the fact that, you know, Brett and Luger were uh, both cool with it. You know, they're just like, okay, like, cool, you know. I watched one the other day. I forget what I was, it was. Uh, Royal Rumble 2005, I think, when when Vince came out and popped both his uh, his quads <gasps> trying to get into the ring. Oh my gosh, that is one of the most hilarious freaking things ever. Like, and it's so awkward to watch now that you know like what happened and what was going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he <laughs> so. storms into the ring and basically his his knees get stuck on the apron and and both of his uh, quadriceps tear, and he's just kind of sitting on the sitting on the ring. Nobody knows what to do. And it's kind of a similar finish between it was Cena and Batista, and they just restart the match, and then, and then two seconds later, Batista bomb, and then he throws Cena over the top rope. It kind of was was random as hell, but uh, just seeing uh, Vince McMahon in pain was uh, was pretty. Random. Yeah, well, and it's always cool. Like Rumble's always going to have some cool spots. You know what I'm saying? Like you can you can you can definitely count on this week. Um, you know, New Day coming up with some awesome, you know, shenanigans and stuff like that. Like, you know, how they're going to keep from, you know, their feet hitting the ground and stuff like that. And, you know, back in the day, like Shawn Michaels, you know, dangling from the from yep. the top rope, you know, with his feet just barely skimming the ground. Um, like those are all memories that you have from the Royal Rumble. And even though like these aren't my favorite types of matches, you know, I, I prefer a good like head-to-head competition um versus just a big like schmungle in the ring yeah. but um still I, I mean the rumble is an ex- the only like it's an exception to that rule uh so let's start with the pre-show matches we had buddy murphy versus hideo tommy versus kalisto versus akira tozawa for the cruiserweight title um mm-hmm. buddy murphy's another guy i feel like they're going to try to to elevate similar to how they did with mustafa ali I'm going to go Hideo Tommy winning the title here. I feel like he's a guy they almost gave up on after some injuries in NXT, and he's come around, and uh, he deserves a bigger spotlight. I'm going to Tommy. Yeah, I uh, I have to agree with you there. I was going with Tommy. I've always I've always liked um, Hideo Tommy, you know, and I was really sad whenever he went down with his like shoulder injury because I just thought he could have done so much more earlier on. Um, but I definitely think I think he can win, and I think Buddy Murphy could be moved to like they could move him up to a different brand. I think he's at that point now where he can he can go somewhere else and really have an impact. Rusev puts his U.S. title line against Shinsuke Nakamura on the pre-show, which is insane to think that's a pre-show match. Uh, I'm gonna—I don't see the title changing hands here. I think it should be a pretty good match. We've seen these guys wrestle quite a few times. I'm, I'm gonna go with Rusev. Yeah, I'm picking Rusev as well. Um, uh, I think it could be a situation where uh, Lana—we haven't seen her—you know—she gets involved and uh, you know causes causes some sort of. Uh, situation for rusev to get the win but uh i definitely think rusev is going to win this one have you heard the rumors that lana's prego i have not heard that yeah and I but forget. that would totally make sense why they uh wrote her off tv yeah and i forget who what podcast i was listening to they were talking about it today so we'll we'll see what happens there that makes uh i can see that um you know i'm, I'm a total divas mark too and there was an episode where rusev rusev is like ready for baby rusev's um but lana was the one like holding off because she's just waiting for her break in her career which sadly like i love lana like yeah, I, I think lana is she's the perfect here. Yeah, let's be real. Like, she's not going to be, like, main event 
with all the women that are in WWE right now, like poor Lana, she just, she's going to be where she's at. Right. And I think Lana does, she is an amazing, like when she was Rusev's, you know, valet and like, you know, his manager and doing all those things. Like, I mean, she's incredible, right. On the mic, she has a presence. Um, but I mean, there's no reason for her to like stay and try to elevate her career to main event status. And I know you should never crush anybody's dreams, but well, I mean, she's, she's had her big break. She's had some great moments. And like you said, she's, yeah, she's, she's, been on WWE TV for many years, and she was she was great in that kind of you know Rusev crush role. But uh, I mean, yeah. when, when she looks at Charlotte and Becky Lynch, I hope she doesn't think that she can <laughs> even uh, compete with those two. I mean, she's a totally different character, and that's that's okay. I mean, we need we need a little bit of everything on the show. That's you know can't have ice yeah. cream for every meal as, as delicious <laughs> as that would be. Oh God, what a world! Uh, all right, the Bar versus the Besties for the SmackDown Tag Team Title. I like how you call them the Besties. I don't know if that's an official thing, but uh, yeah, it, it, it is. is. It's, it's the Besties. They're the Besties. All right, they have um, a name. What's your What's your pick for this one? You go first. I'm going with the Besties, man. I think um, I think they're going to win, um, which is going to lead to you know, let's be real, it's going to lead to their ultimate you know breakup, and then I think they're going to try to set something up at Mania because um, WWE is hell bent on making us see Shane wrestle every every WrestleMania. For sure, uh, I'm going to say the Bar just because I you don't see many people win the titles in their first you know shot. I feel like we could we could. I wouldn't be shocked if we on Tuesday on SmackDown we see them win the titles from the bar in a, like a rematch or something. But I'm going to say on on Royal Rumble I'm going to say the bar wins and and we just prolong the storyline or there's some kind of schmas finish. But uh, well, what are you what are you talking about? They're definitely not going to wrestle again. This is the new WWE. We do not <laughs> see the same matches week after week after week. Come I, on. I just ordered my revival versus. Um, uh, Bobby Roode uh, box set, you know. Yeah. It's you know it's coming. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, all right, Oscar versus Becky Lynch. Now we're getting into some some real matches here. Oh man! SmackDown title. You go I'm first on to, this one. Too. I'm starting to sweat now because this is this is the big dogs coming out. Okay, um, I am going with Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch is going to win. Um, she's going to get her title and. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's all I'm saying for right now. And then I'll I'll go a little bit deeper into my prediction after we, after we talk about the next pick. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Oscar. I think it's gonna be. I don't know. They, they can't mess this up. And like you said, we'll talk about the women's Royal Rumble in a little bit. And I feel like that's more of a place here for her. But I feel like if they're gonna they're gonna elevate her at the end of the show, they're gonna have to kind of like when Rollins lost to Orton on WrestleMania. Just, mm-hmm. just, just to win it later in the night. So I'm going to go Asuka in, in a kind of a DQ or, you know, Charlotte getting involved or something uh, as much as I don't want that to happen. Yeah. So next we have Ronda versus Sasha. And I'm going to go with Ronda on this one. I think Ronda, I think Ronda retains. Um, even though I think even though they've done a really good job in the short period of time that they've had to build this match for the Royal Rumble, I think they've done a really good job making it into something like, you know, that feels important. Um, but I still think Ronda's Ronda's going over. I uh, can't disagree with you there. It's pretty obvious, but it should be a good match, though, as long as Sasha's pants don't fall down like they did on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, um, I you know obviously there was a black screen for a moment, but um, it was funny because I was like, "What the heck is happening?" But then Seth uh, Heel Husband showed me later, and it, it was funny. I mean, she recovered really quickly, but it was funny just to like that her like trunks like literally just like dropped all the way down. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often with the women wrestlers because I they're just basically wearing nothing. I think that all the time. 
Yes. I think that all the time. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, I'm from the South and, you know, there's a lot of like pageants and stuff and they use this stuff called like butt glue, like women who do pageants, like they glue their bathing suits to their butt so they don't oh. slide up when they're walking and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like these women have to like have butt glue on, right? Like there's no way that their trunks just like perfectly stay in place or their tops perfectly stay in place all the time because I mean, or that maybe ring, maybe I don't, I've never worn like actual ring gear. Like maybe it's just made like specifically for your body so that it doesn't move. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. Even the male refs was like, you know, Titus O'Neil's wearing a fucking banana hammock, you know, and covering yeah. like 1% of his body. How was how no, nothing and ever? And you like pull his leg back over his head. Like, how do you not see? Like, how yeah. does it like a, you know, a nut not like slip out sometimes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it just, it, bo- it boggles my mind and it like, you know, makes me question yeah. physics. I'm like, what is happening yeah. here? <laughs> you know? Need more nuts on keep... Royal Rumble. Yeah, we're going to see it. That's, that's, that'll be one of our categories. Will we see a nut on Royal Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. AJ Styles versus the Planets champion Daniel Bryan for the WWE title. Uh, oh, I'm, gonna I'm going to go. For... Go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead first. Okay. Yeah. You, had, you took the last couple. Uh, I, I don't see them taking it off Daniel Bryan. He's just too hot right now. And mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to build for, but. Uh, um, that we were told that the champ didn't they say something about the champion that when someone loses they go to the back of the line don't get another shot. Well, I just know they said that they're not doing any more automatic rematches. So yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that means that like you know, yeah, you you go to the back of the line. That's how not. But we know we like know yeah that's shots. a wink that's a wink wink you know yeah um, yeah I think I think it's gonna be another great great match. It's gonna be sandwiched somewhere where I hope it I hope this this could be a dead part of the show where it's sandwiched between the. The rumble matches, or it's sandwiched between these these women's matches, and I hope it doesn't get lost in the shuffle because it could be a, a you know a five star match. Yeah, I'm. I do worry about that a little bit after you know um, what we saw with like Seth's, Seth's match before. I'm wondering if uh, how they're going to stack these matches to make them all like so that the crowd just stays hot. You know. Who you got? I'm going with uh, the Planets champion. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan has all the momentum. Um, the only thing that gives me pause on that is that if AJ isn't in the title picture, like, what's he going to be doing at WrestleMania? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, what have they been hinting at? I mean, it's basically just been him and who, who, yeah, it's who just else been would him it be? And... Yeah. Can't do, so, yeah, I mean, can't do Nakamura I'm... again. No, maybe, I mean, maybe it's somebody we don't even know yet, somebody that gets called up, um, you know, but uh, – it's uh, it's definitely something to think about because I can't imagine WrestleMania without AJ Styles. Brock versus Finn Balor for the Universal Title. Finn Balor has never lost a singles match on a pay per view. Who you got? Man, this one was really tough um, because you know I'm trying to apply logic to an illogical situation here, I'm, and I'm thinking like. You know, the kayfabe part of me wants to pick one thing, and then the, you know, my heart wants to pick another. Um, I definitely would love to see Finn win the Universal title and, you know, get regain his title that he never lost, you know. Um, but my heart is saying, like, Brock is going to win. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. And I, I still haven't heard why Strowman lost the title match. And they haven't, I haven't read anything anywhere about it. No one's even talking about it. it just well, I, super random. from what I understand is that it was never even the plan. Like they built up Braun and Brock. Um, and then like, I guess to sell more tickets is what I've heard. And then, you know, it, they just did the swerve and put Finn in there. Um, which, you know, I, to me, I would be more excited for if you had, 
if you had announced Finn and Brock, like I would have been like, Oh hell yeah. Like that's awesome. You know? But, um, yeah, I don't know. This whole thing has been weird. Like, I feel like they haven't done nearly enough build up for it. It just kind of got announced. And then they did that weird thing on Monday where everybody was out in the ring. Like Vince was out there and, um, Finn was out there and Brock was out there and Paul was out there and, uh, Braun and like everybody, I, I felt like they were trying to convince us that Finn was like the underdog in this situation. And I'm like, we know, <laughs> you know, like you don't have to just keep telling us these like, like stories, stories. about David like, Goliath over and over. Stories about, <laughs> yeah. Stories about David and Goliath. And, you know, I mean, obviously Paul Heyman delivered an awesome promo where, I mean, which is as he always does. I mean, that's his job is to like build Brock up, but I think he did a good job of building Finn up, but then just saying, you know, but Brock, Brock Lesnar is going to win. We're in the, as like Vince comes out and basically just buries, um, Finn Balor. He's like, Oh, if you think Finn Balor is going to win, then, uh, you believe in fairy tales and you're crazy. And I'm like, damn Vince. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what, like what's happening, Vince? Like, are you, you know, I just felt like it was awkward and I felt like, um, you know, Finn was just kind of like fighting for us to believe that he could do it. And I mean, I don't know. Do you think he's going to come out as the demon? That's my next question. Uh, he said something that he's not going to. That he's been relying on it too much or something. I, I definitely don't think so. If he's if he's not going to win the title, I feel like he's saved, he can't lose with that on. So right, um, right. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Brock too. I think it's uh, going to be interesting. Yeah. But uh, let's mm-hmm. let's get into the women's Royal Rumble match. And and I had a question for you. Do you who do, what what match do you think ends the card? Because last year we ended with the women's Royal Rumble. I don't think you can do that again. But um what what say you i think they're gonna end with the men's royal rumble this year i think if they end with the women's royal rumble it's we're definitely looking at becky lynch winning yeah no 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 there's only one contender for the women's royal rumble like have you been watching it's like literally they have not pushed a single person other than charlotte or even even given anyone else a shot to even like say I'm going to win the rumble. I mean, Carmella had that little segment this past week, but like, I mean, you knew that segment was only put there just to like showcase Charlotte. No. What about all the girls that came out on Raw and had a little cat fight? Oh my God. That was was horrible. That was was horrible. (laughs) horrible. Most eliminations. uh, Who you got? Nia Jax. I think, yeah, I think Nia Jax is definitely going to have the most, uh, the most eliminations in the women's Royal rumble. I'm going Charlotte. Most eliminations. Okay. So. I think um, if you could just pick a surprise entrant for, you know, one of the eight spots, who do you th- who do you think we're going to see on Sunday for the oh, women? I hope it's not Undertaker's wife. She's always. <laughs> what do you got against Miss McCool or Miss Taker? Uh, I just never thought she was anything f- cool when she was actually a wrestler. I mean, she's not terrible, but um, I'm going to go Io Shirai my surprise mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um i think we're definitely gonna see nikki bella come back i think um she'll she'll come back and maybe she'll get back in the in the mix with everyone i know everybody would hate i mean god i don't even want to know the flack i'm gonna get for saying nikki bella is gonna come back because everybody seems to hate Ni- the Why bellas but nikki bella nikki bella is great i don't th- I don't think any. I don't think people hate Nikki Bella. I think people just hate the Bellas. I think it's just yeah. a thing, um, because I mean, anytime I've ever posted anything about the Bellas, I mean, it is just like <laughs> the claws come out, and uh, Chick Fil A Nation. Hey, the Hounds of Justice, calm down over there. Um, yeah, they people just are are not feeling the Bellas. 
All right. Well, I can see that. So your surprise entrant is who? Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella. Okay. I can see it. Predict a winner. I'm going to go Becky Lynch. I think she finds a way. Whether she wins or loses against Asuka, I feel like she this is set up perfectly. They can't mess this up. I think you have to have – this is the only way for her to get a shot at Ronda Rousey. And it would just – it just you know, if you do it some other way, it's not going to be as impactful. I think you know Becky's the hottest thing in wrestling right now. you got to have her come out here, maybe steal somebody's spot, do a Stone Cold type entrance at number 30. Maybe throw Dana Brooke through a glass window and you know take her spot or something. I'm going Becky Lynch. Yeah, I gotta go with Charlotte, man. I think, um, like I like I predicted earlier, I think Ronda's gonna retain. Becky's getting her title back, and then Charlotte's gonna win, and then it's gonna set up a triple threat um, at at Mania. And I, I can totally see them setting up a triple threat and then just letting Becky come out on top of that with both titles. All right, let's go to the Men's Royal Rumble. First, I have some trivia for you. Okay. Oh, God. You know you don't hit me with trivia. I have mom brain. You know this, right? It's okay. I want to know the person who spent the shortest time ever in a single Royal Rumble. The shortest time ever? Was it uh, Titus O'Neil? Uh, he's up there. He spent four seconds in 2015. The shortest... Um, oh, oh, um... Oh my God! My you mom know ran. this. I can't think. Of, I can't. Um, Santino Morello. Yes, yes. Oh, One second, you pulled that out of your ass. Great. I, I, was, I was like, I was like, oh my God, who is it? The puppet, the puppet. I cannot remember <laughs> his name. Oh. All right, most eliminations in a single Royal Rumble, and and I'm not counting the greatest Royal Rumble in in this. The most eliminations in a single. Yeah, this Royal one surprised me. Um, I know this. Roman. Oh my gosh, two for two. 2014, 12, yeah. 12 eliminations. Yeah, Roman's my man. I love I love Roman. I would have thought it would have been uh, the Big Red Machine, but it was not. All right, now. He's got to be up there, isn't he? Well, yeah, I kind of spoiled this one, so I won't ask you this one. But total eliminations ever in the Royal Rumble 44 between Isaac Yankum, the fake Diesel, and Kane. Had to group all those together. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, the fake Diesel together. and Kane. All right, most. Most Royal Rumble appearances. Oh, most Royal Rumble appearances. Uh, Triple H. No, it's, it's Mr. Kane again. Kane with oh, nineteen. I should have known that. Kane is old as dirt. Nineteen. You know, Can't believe it. And final question. Just... Sorry. Uh, final question. There's been three female entrants into the male Royal Rumble. Who are they? China. Ding. Um. Oh my gosh. Um, Edge's wife. Yes, I'll accept that. <laughs> it's a half a point. <laughs> half a point. Um, what is her name? It's the same city that they're having the Royal Rumble at. Phoenix. Oh my God, Beth Phoenix. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no good call. Um, and uh, Jacqueline maybe. No, tough. It's Karma. Karma from Karma from the uh, the famous uh, TV show on Netflix, Glow. Oh. Kia Stevens. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So yeah, you did pretty good on that. Okay. That was that was right off the Ooh. right off the dome, man. That was really good. Thank was... you. Oh man, I, I was I was worried there for a minute because, like I said, these days I'm I'm not as sharp as I used to be, guys. I hate to admit it to you, but the lack of sleep over the past uh, eighteen months and uh, wow. you know just the generalized mom brain it takes a toll. It, it takes, a, takes toll. a toll. It takes a toll. 
All right. Uh, most eliminations for this Royal Rumble, uh, I'm going to say Samoa Joe. Mm, I didn't even have him on my radar. Of course you did. You hate him. <laughs> He's on the radar. He's just not very high. Yeah. Um, I am going to say my, my initial thought is Braun is going to have the most eliminations. That's what I was thinking, but they kind of did that already at the greatest Royal Rumble down under. True, but that does not mean that they will not pull that rabbit out of their hat again. Yeah. Um, uh, my second thought was Drew McIntyre. I can see him coming in and having a big show um, to help just further his further his push. So for most eliminations, I think definitely one of those two guys. I I have two locks for this thing, and this is not part of the uh, the predictions. But I'm going to say Jeff Hardy is the number one entrant, and I'm going to say okay. I'm going to say Samoa Joe is eliminated by Mustafa Ali. Okay. That's that's that's. What Make I'm sure saying. you write those down. I want to. I want to. Yes. Ma- like you have to send send me these things. Everything that we're saying today. No, if it doesn't happen, to... I'm going to burn this. I'm going to burn the tape. I'm going to delete the SoundCloud <laughs> account. Oh, who do you think is going to be a surprise entrant in the uh, in the male Royal Rumble? So these aren't surprises, but I got to think: Sami Zayn, Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, those three guys. I hate. To, I don't want to use all of them, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'll say Bray Wyatt is the one I think definitely is going to come back. Yeah, um, I could see I could see all of those guys. Um, mine were Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream, and uh, obviously Braun. I've already mentioned Braun, but he's not he's not slated to be in the Rumble. But I think I think we're definitely going to see him. I think we see Angle. I think he comes in. Yeah, I could see that. I could see yeah. that too. Any mm-hmm. old school guys? They haven't done that in a while. I feel like they have kind of kind of gotten away from that. Yeah, the Boogeyman. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> It's crazy that like yeah. like old school now is like when when like in the eighties they would have somebody come out like in the in the nineties Royal Rumbles they had come somebody come out from the eighties but when you go back and oh. look at like the two thousand eight Royal Rumble it's basically I mean the, some guys have changed but it's not I feel like it's not as huge of a turnover I mean maybe Batista there's been rumors of him yeah showing up I've heard I've heard about Batista potentially showing up and I there was all those rumors about the Rock um, but that was before obviously Roman all that stuff happened with Roman you know I think they were trying to set up something between uh, Roman and Rock at Mania um, so I don't think we're gonna see the Rock but I could definitely see us seeing Batista since he's already kind of like broken the ice a little bit uh, at the at the SmackDown that he was at. All right, who's winning the Men's Royal Rumble 2019? I mean, there's really no other answer than Seth Rollins. I agree. The man. Completely. Seth effing Rollins. What if he started going by the woman? I mean, nothing is off limits nowadays, you know? Um, speaking of that, did you see uh, Mickey James and Becky Lynch going back and forth with each other? Um and no. on Twitter, and uh, you know, obviously, Mickey James was making fun of her for calling herself the man. She was like, "I'm proud to be, you know, hashtag the woman." Um, and then Becky roasted her, saying, "You know, oh, it just this isn't the first time you've tried to come after a, a big star for, to gain relevance." And I guess she was poking fun at, um, you know, all the rumors that her and Cena had like hooked up previously, oh, like in, a, in another life. Yeah, so <laughs> that does feel like a like, long time ago. Yeah, I was like, burn. Nice. Oh, man. Becky is pretty great on social media. If you don't follow her, you definitely should be because she's she posts some gems. She's straight fire. She uh, is. She's good. She's witty. I mean, I, I mean, she is good. Uh, I'm excited about this card, though. I think it's going to be a fun Royal Rumble, and I feel like um, there's going to be some – I think you're going to see a lot of NXT folks in this men's Royal Rumble, and I think that's good. I think it's going to have some – 
added you know oomph to everything. I don't know why Ethan Carter EC3 has basically been. I think his gimmick is like a mime. He just doesn't talk. He's just in the back, like <laughs> staring at himself in the mirror. The other, the other, I don't know if it was this week or the week before, but somebody asked him a question. Like Dana Brooke asked him a question yeah, about something. Yeah, Dana Brooke was asking him about like his you know workout routine and does he eat carbs and all of this stuff, and he's just like moving his face around, and you're just. <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, so awkward. They've made these entrances, like, so awkward. We actually did see Lacey Evans come out, and but then she she botched that up, too. She, like, you know, grabbed the mic and hit her hat and all of that and made, oh, like, a... But she recovered, which was okay. But good. we actually finally saw somebody do, you know, something. Thank God somebody's doing something from all these call-ups that we were promised. Hey, man, Otis, Otis hit the caterpillar the other day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get into our weekly perch. Any other notes on Royal Rumble that you want to talk about? Anybody else that could make a splash here, show up randomly? I don't think so, man. I think it's going to be a good card. I'm super excited for it. I mean, I think it's I think it's shaped up to be super, super exciting, and um, I'm pumped to see how it all plays out. All right, let's get into our weekly purchases in our Go Figure segment. All right, this is our weekly segment where we talk about our purchases of wrestling figures. And Sheena always has a lot more than I do, so Sheena, you can you can start the boat here. Oh man, after that, after you built me up like that, I really only have one, but it is pretty epic. Um, but it's been a light week over here at the uh, at the Foley Fam. But I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram, we posted a uh, a picture of our custom Jushin Thunder Liger figure, and it just came out incredible um it's showstopper custom fig at showstopper custom figs is the one who uh put it together for us you can go to his um instagram and see you know how it all how it all came to be he's got some progress photos over there but that's really all we got this week it came all the way to us from the philippines um wow jeez yeah yeah it's pretty cool. Um, so it was, yeah, it's a pretty epic figure. It's one that I don't think that we're ever going to see. Um, so, you know, we had to go ahead and just get the custom. Cool. I'm going to give some shout outs because I had some uh, some good trade skis of the week here. Uh, mm-hmm. Just some random dude, John Jay, in one of my wrestling figure Facebook groups, uh, posted a picture of like 10 Randy Savage Mattel retros, so I, I sent him over a AJ Styles, a Goldberg, and a Finn Balor in exchange for one Randy Savage, which I felt comfortable with that with that decision. And yep. now I, I freed that from his plastic uh, encasing and, and let him breathe, so he's now loose with the other guys. Uh, Took all, it out of Phil's plastic prison. <laughs> yeah, the penitentiary, yeah. Also a shout-out to uh, Matt Stanfield at, on Twitter at Matt S. 4400 sent me the entire retro series 7 found it in one of his stores we still haven't seen it here on the east coast and uh he sent me all four uh figures and bubble wrapped them up sent them over and it was uh it was awesome man never met this guy never talked to this guy in my life and uh you know just the fig life community baby yeah, that's the cool thing is like, you know, I just feel like, um, you know, when you're when you're a good fig lifer, you find the other good fig lifers. And um, I they're always willing to hook you up because, you know, you never know when you're going to need the, the favor return. So and I, I've been using <laughs> I've been using the, the Twitter account for some sinister means and just, you know, kind of shouting out people when I need stuff. So I've been looking for this Isaac Yankum DDS elite figure and uh, my boy Christopher Dean at hbkd1973 
his buddy owns a store. He had an extra one. He's just sending it to me. He's not even making me Venmo him or PayPal him. So I owe him. Christopher, thank you, dude. I owe you big time. I'll uh, I'll sing at your wedding or something. Yeah, that's you know? a that's a dope figure. Yeah, yeah. it is. So uh, the uh, the new generation collection is coming along very nicely, and uh, I'm just I waiting. Can't wait f- to see all that put up in your newly renovated home. That that basement, yeah. That's I mean, the wife's all worried about the kitchen and all this stuff, and I'm just like, can we get the basement started, please? Jesus, get come on. We have important things, man. We've been li- so we we're we're putting a, a, ba- a bathroom upstairs, and the basement's you know was flooded and needs to be redone. So we've ba- three the three of us have been living on one floor of our house, like like Anne Frank or something. It's been <laughs> tough. Oh man. You know, there's there's worse things, but uh, you know it'll all be worth it once once we uh, get everything set. But uh, I'm sure the next couple episodes I'll probably be recording off site at the uh, at the in laws' house. So we'll see how that goes. Nice. You'll have to give that studio a nice, uh, a nice fun name. Yeah, of course. Uh, we saw a, a pre-orders on Ringside Collectibles for Elite sixty-seven. Sheena, this is uh, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Shayna Baszler, and Cedric the Entertainer Alexander. <laughs> oh, and Velveteen Dream too. Can't yeah. leave that one out. Wow, that's a yeah. that's an awesome set. It is an awesome set. Um, I, I'm super excited. I don't know who I'm most excited for. I think um, between. Shayna Baszler and Velveteen Dream are probably the two that I'm I'm most pumped for. But I mean that Rey Mysterio is going to be pretty sick too. Yeah, I mean the Jeff Hardy's cool. I mean it's yeah, it's a great. I mean the Velveteen Dream is the one I'm most looking to get because it just looks super realistic. It's super super badass. So I think all of them are going to be pretty hot pickups. And I, I've been talking to people on Twitter. Just it's been it's been weird because. I've I post a picture of you know WalMarts and Targets and all the the pegs are empty and it's getting pretty frustrating that you know I don't know what the situation is in a lot of these stores but we haven't seen a lot of these sets I mean nobody on on my side of the country has seen the, those those retro series sevens and you know I don't know what Mattel's doing or Walmart's doing but it's getting pretty frustrating I think you know. Yeah, I mean, the distribution, I mean, it's never been super consistent. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, you could you could have, like, a hot streak where you're finding everything, and then all of a sudden, like, three series come out, and you don't ever see them. Um, so it's just – it is pretty crazy how, how those kind of things happen and how they decide, like, who they're going to distribute what to. Yeah, I haven't seen, you know, 65 or 66 yet, and 64 is now just hitting stores, so – We'll see, and uh, yeah, I mean, if the the best place to get them from is from us here, from that Royal Rumble giveaway. You got four awesome figures. What are you doing, the Usos and Cena yeah. and Nakamura? Yeah, so we got um, the Usos are for the Women's Royal Rumble. You get both uh, Jimmy and Jay, and then for the um, for the Men's Royal Rumble, you can win the Nakamura figure and the John Cena figure. So yeah, there's some serious heat. There's some great great figures in there, and uh, we're I can't wait to see who wins them. Very nice. Yeah, my my mom works at Walmart. I've been having her scan the uh, the the brick seat uh, barcode to see when these guys are coming in. So hopefully sooner than later. But uh, I know a lot of stores are kind of still recovering from that Christmas hangover. So uh, the yeah. best best thing to do is follow me and Sheena on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, there's a bunch of people that are kind of you know when they find stuff they'll post it up and they'll you know they'll send it to you. You know, it's been pretty pretty cool to to build a little community on Twitter, and I've I've been having more fun using that Twitter account than my own personal Twitter account right lately. So it's been cool to just bit, just talk wrestling figures with p- people all day long. 
Yeah, we gave for the Greatest Royal Rumble. We gave away um, it was the uh, the Jeff Hardy, the Team Extreme, the Epic Moments set. So that was a pretty awesome freaking set too. Our our buddy Saris over in Australia, he won that for the Greatest Royal Rumble. So yeah, I'm excited to see where where this giveaway goes. Very nice. Uh, any other wrestling figure questions? We want to do our listener mail. Let's do our random merch of the week first. Uh, yeah, this is really cool. cool. What is it? Mm-hmm. So um, I've never seen this before, but it is pretty neat. It actually sold. Um, I considered pulling the trigger on this, but it's, I don't know what I would do with it, but it is uh, Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling card game. Um, and it's just, it's these cards and they have, you know, a front and a back. I don't have any idea how the game is played. Like the cards actually just have like the names of the wrestlers on them. So, I mean, you've got obviously like Hulk Hogan, you've got, let me see who we got here. Roddy Piper, Iron Sheik, Tito Santana. Um, it's for ages, uh, six, and up and it's for two to four players um so if any of you have ever had this game the back of the box says you know with hulk hogan in your corner do you have what it takes to face the ferocious iron iron sheik or rowdy roddy piper play your cards right using strategy and a bit of old-fashioned luck to add up points to make the pin but remember a flip a flip of a card can put you on the ropes and lead to a sudden showdown it's no holds barred fun for wrestling fanatics ages six and up it comes with 54 cards four wrestler cards and an an instruction sheet. So 54 point cards. So if you had this game, if you're out there listening to the Chick Foley show and you had this Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling card game, can you please write in to the Chick Foley DMs and let us know like how how it was played, like what the deal what the deal was, like cuz it looks like it would be a lot of fun. Like I feel like my younger, you know, 19, you know, 90 self would really like this. <laughs> I just found there's another one on Twitter, I mean on eBay right now for 20 bucks. Gosh, they yeah. already jacked the price up. This one was uh, it sold for nine dollars and twenty four cents. There was three bids, um, really? and it was seven. Yep, seven dollars and seventy six cents shipping. So yeah, pretty pretty freaking cheap. Um, yeah, and it's from night. It's from nineteen eighty five. If anything on eBay is less than ten dollars, I, I consider always pulling the trigger. I don't. I I I need to stay off of eBay, but uh, yeah. It's, you need to be. You need to get back to your Marie Kondo and ask yourself, does this really spark joy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anything wrestling related sparks joy. And I always think I was like beating myself up, and I was like, man, I got friends that like spend like three hundred dollars a week on on Ravens season tickets and buy like you know two hundred dollar bottles of bourbon. If I want to buy a wrestling figure every once in a while, you know. I'd, I'd... Oh, true. And then I don't, when I listen to, um, you know, the major wrestling figure podcast, it definitely makes me feel better about my, um, wrestling figure expenditures. Cause I'm like, well, at least I'm not this guy (laughs) because uh... he's like buying these, you know, thousands of dollars prototypes, like, you know, so it could be, could always be worse. Yeah. Their, their Trisky, uh, segment keeps getting longer and longer on their show, but, uh, you know, they got a pretty big platform. So I'm surprised as, as big a collectors as they are, they still need so much stuff. I don't, I'm really... Well, I think it's it's because they collect so much. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't limit themselves to like one or two lines. Like I, you know, we have Mattel elites, and like we cut it off at that. Other than some exceptions, you know, like uh, like the ring announcers and you know managers and you know the authority stuff in their suits and stuff. Like we get those, even if they're basics. But um, but you, I mean, when you collect everything, I mean, it's infinite. You know, yeah. especially you go back to WCW and the LGNs and all that stuff. Yeah, it's just oh yeah, slow. and there's some seriously obscure stuff out there. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, when whenever you just open the floodgates, like I mean, you can collect forever. There, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see like Zack Ryder's like storage unit and his house on like hoarders one day. 
Yeah, there's a there's a random TV show on like History Channel or, Des- or Destination or something with like a toy. I just started recording it. It's called Toy Hunter. I don't even know if it's on anymore. I think it's old. But there's there was a <laughs> preview for an episode coming up that had Zack Ryder on it. I think it was like from like four or five years ago, so it's not new, but it'd be pretty interesting to uh, to check it out. And, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so let's get to our listener questions of the week. And there we had we had a couple good ones. So you want to read yours first? Or you want to read mine? Um, let me read, actually, um, I meant to read this last week, but, um, unfortunately we didn't record last week, but, um, I was talking about AJ at the, at the top of the show and he wrote in to ask Chick Foley, but this is actually more of a hashtag tell Chick Foley, but I did want to read it on the air because he was airing out some grievances and I oh, wanted nice. to get your, wanted to get your thoughts on it. So AJ writes, want to know what I hate? People who pick certain wrestling brands over another and then bash the other. Like, I get it. You can like and dislike, but why do you got to say, you know, in quotes, NJPW is so much better than WWE, always has been. They use talent. Now I'm going to WWE's career suicide. Like, shut the hell up. We can, we can like and dislike whatever we want, but you don't have to bash the other. And the ones who think they know everything behind the scenes of wrestling, um, like Kenny Omega is coming to WWE because I heard a rumor from a person we've never heard of in the business said that Kenny will be here tonight on SmackDown. Um, like, let, let's just enjoy wrestling for wrestling. Let there be surprises and stop trying to know everything. Hashtag Ask Chick Foley. Oh, very true, AJ. Thank you. As much as I bash on AEW and all the smarks who think it's going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, I, I hear where he's coming from. It's, it's annoying. Just kind of in, people don't do that for any other TV show. It's it's not like you're just like, I'm, I'm stopping watching Game of Thrones. I'm going to watch Vikings now. It's much better. Yeah, Vikings. They have way more characters. They don't they don't kill off as many characters. Uh, so, yeah, AJ, thank you for uh, that rant. Very good. Yep. Um, and then we have another listener mail. It is from, oh, man. Now, I've, look, my mom brain has lost who it's from. You go first and let me find this guy. This yeah, from I just Go- saw that, but I thought it, I thought it was yours. Um, let me. This find... is from Good Brother Mike. It's at mjgiv79. Awesome dude on Twitter to follow. He's a big listener and big follower of the Fully Posable podcast. He's a new listener of our podcast, so welcome, man. Has a great question. He said, "We've gotten lines of figures like Defining Moments, Hall of Champions." And flashbacks. If you guys could create your own line of figures, what would they look? What would you like to see? I've shared mine on an episode of Fully Posable, but mine would be Grand Slam champions. Each Grand Slam champion package with the four titles, title design, color specific to the year they won the title. I think that would be an amazing line. I, I totally agree. Thank you, Mike. Uh, do you have a uh, input on this? You want me to go first because I have a pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Ahead. I actually um, heard this guy, uh, the listener mail, on uh, on fully posable, and I thought that was a great idea with the uh, the uh, champions, the Grand Slam champion. I would say something like um, you know either having like a classic matches line or like you know how they have oh. on the network like the the marquee matches. Uh, did I did I read your mind, yes. Phil? Oh I- my gosh, that's okay. It's because we're on the same wavelength. You know, we do oh. this too much. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking like marquee matches, you know, like Brett Nolan, WrestleMania 10, Brett Austin, WrestleMania 13, oh, Montreal Screwjob man. Pack. Obviously all mine involved. Let's just Brett. stop the show. <laughs> I had the same exact thing. I have That's a the I, damn show. I have a list here. I had, I had Brett versus Austin. So I want these to be like a, uh, I don't know if they've ever done this before. So you would know better than me. It sounds like they have never done this, but like a two pack, they would be elites. 
Um, yeah, I think, you know, Savage Steamboat, you could do Hardy's, Dudley's, and Edge and Christian, Rock versus Stone Cold, uh, Hogan and Andre, Angle versus McMahon from uh, from King of the Ring, Shane McMahon versus King at the King of the Ring would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Triple H versus Sean, no holds barred match. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised they've never done like a, a match specific figures with like kind of the, the, the outfits from the from the match. That'd be cool. Yeah, you know, you get the. I mean, you get like obviously like the you know the the single characters from you know specific matches and stuff. But I do think it would be really cool to have like the, them packaged together, um, those epic moments and things like that. I mean, obviously we've had like epic moments, but. Um, you know, marquee matches. How many different ways can you can you call it? <laughs> what it is? Classic, classic match, epic moment, marquee match, defining moment. Uh, yeah, they're running out of adjectives, I think. Yeah, yeah but I think I think that would be that would be really cool. Nice. <clears throat> what is what so, is your listener question? So I have another listener question. Um, unfortunately, I feel like a jackass. I cannot find who it is from. Um, so I will definitely give you a shout out whenever I, whenever I find it. But he asked, if you could put any two superstars or divas in a tag team from any era, who would you put together? This is from Raw is Ryan. Raw is Ryan. Yep, yep. Oh, sorry, Raw is Ryan. I knew it was you the whole time. He's a good listener. He's a good brother too, as well. He's been uh, he's been here since day one. So thank you, Ryan. I'm day one ish. I'm assuming that's your name, Ryan. What's your uh, what's your pick? If any two superstars could be in a tag team. Well, okay. So I was talking to Heel Husband about this question, and uh, I was just I was just putting it out there to see what he would say. And his immediate answer, leave it to Heel Husband. He said, um, "I would put uh, British Bulldog and you know Double J Jeff Jarrett together." And I was thinking to myself, like what? Like, why? I just could not wrap my mind around why he would say something like that. And I was like, what, what sense does that make? And he said, because their name could be the double BJs. Oh, I like that. And I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) I think me and your husband would get along. We have similar, uh, similar personalities. Yeah. So, um, that was his immediate reaction. I was thinking maybe like, uh, Roddy Piper and Drew McIntyre, and they could be like, you know, the ultimate Scottish psychopaths. Um, even though well, Roddy was Canadian, but still, nobody has to know that. For some reason, I thought I also thought of British Bulldog and Scott Steiner, kind of a kind of like a a greased up, Ico Pro ta- type tag team. You know, just bulging <laughs> muscles. Oh yeah, know, baby of, oil on the chest. Both for of those sure. guys are great. Were great, you know, tag team wrestlers too. So. That's that's yeah. a that's a good that's a good question though because uh, very good question you know all right let's go to our retro our retro wrestling recommendation of the week and uh, yours was 1994 Royal Rumble we just talked about that that's yeah great. I was gonna say great we one. just talked about that it's definitely a great match um it was on the it was on the forefront of my mind uh, one because anything Brett is always on the forefront of my mind but it was the the match that Brett and Luger were co-winners of the Rumble, but um, even more than that, um, LaPelia just put out an awesome uh, collaboration with, let me see, it was from um, Isa Collects. They did a collaboration with Isa Collects um, at, I think it's just at Isa Collects, and they um, they put out a Royal Rumble t-shirt, and I bought it for Heel Husband, and it's like a long sleeve tee, orange graphic, um, and it, it is just epic, so um, definitely go watch that this week if you get some time, and check check out that t-shirt. Um, we posted it on the Chick Foley feed, or you can go to at LaPelia or at Isa Collects and uh, check that out. Mine is, they, they just published, or they just posted the uh, the first year of WWE superstars from my childhood 
1992 or 93, and it is exactly how I remember it. It's, this was the only show when I was a kid. I remember vividly waking up on Saturday mornings. My mom would make me a turkey sandwich and a glass of milk, and I would sit there and, and watch wrestling for an hour and you know Papa Shango and Razor Ramon and Legion of Doom, and it was just like just beating the hell out of jobbers for an hour. But uh, it was it was amazing, and, and I definitely think any everybody should go back and watch them. They're just perfect. The commentating, just the the fans in the crowd. You see all the fans that still have the they're, they're for some reason they brought Hasbro wrestling figures to the event every every time, which was pretty cool. Nobody does that anymore. But uh, it's just a, such a perfect throwback, man. Uh, you know the the most ran like I had this most random thought. You have turkey sandwiches for breakfast when you were a kid no it wasn't breakfast i mean i woke up you know it was it started at like 11 so i woke up like nine or ten you know i was like you know ah, gotcha. so no. that like brunchish period yeah yeah where, exactly yeah. okay you sleep gotcha. in a little gotcha. it's saturday or you know yeah no yeah turkey, i'm not a serial killer i don't eat turkey sandwiches for <laughs> breakfast i do love a good hey, turkey sandwich though listen i do i love some good cold cuts there's no shame in that um it just boggled my mind like i woke up in the morning and you know usually you'd be like my mom made me some eggs or a bowl of cereal or you know pop me in some pop tarts or something you know but it's like she made me this turkey sandwich and i would just sit down (laughs) and watch wrestling oh man but yeah that's pretty awesome hit us up with your favorite royal rumble memories and uh your predictions and any wrestling figures you want us to cover any questions of the week you want us to go over askchickfoley at gmail.com be sure to follow us on social media and uh next week we'll recap the royal rumble we'll recap nxt takeover we'll get into more of the details for our new patreon episodes and uh we'll post the link to that over the uh the next week or so but we'll really dig into the the details i think it's gonna be pretty pretty fun pretty cool and i think we'll we'll uh we'll have a lot of fun with it it's gonna be an awesome awesome addition to the show and uh, we'll be watching Royal Rumble. Be sure to uh, add us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. It's at Chick Foley Show on, on Twitter. That's where you can find me tweeting from the show. And you can find Sheena at Chick Foley. She'll be uh, you know, Instagram living everything as, as it happens over, uh, over on the island of Oahu. Or, no, you're in Honolulu, yeah. right? Yeah, Oahu. Yeah, Honolulu. Yeah, Honolulu is in Oahu. I know Hawaii is confusing for mainland people. Uh, (laughs) Don't 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 talk bad about us mainlanders. (laughs) I'm I am a mainlander, but I I have adopted uh, I have adopted my island life. Um, so I I can talk about mainlanders because like I'm like yeah those stupid mainlanders. Um, even though like I've lived like a majority of my life on the mainland, but yeah for sure definitely keep um keep your peepers peeled, especially if you are entered in our Royal Rumble giveaway. I'll be live trying to live update everything as it happens, depending on how quickly everything starts to escalate. It is hard to update, but if you are in the giveaway, make sure that you tag us in your stories. Let us know how excited you are, what number you are, um, and so that we can repost those in our stories because it's always fun. And we, we like to put faces with the, uh, with the Instagram handle. So make sure you do tag us and let us know how excited you are for the giveaway. And we'll repost those in the Chick-fil-A stories. Awesome. Yep. Give us a five-star review on iTunes if you can. It helps us out a lot. And uh, we will be back here next week to recap the Royal Rumble. Yep. Stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you next week. Bruh.